Hi, my name is Catherine. And my name is Mary. And welcome to our podcast, Winning, Winning While Twinning, where we laugh, cry, and cringe. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy, Enjoy the, the episode. episode. Hey, guys. Hey. Welcome back to the Winning While Twinning podcast, guys. I have to say, this episode is about to be amazing. Like, I know we say that at the beginning of every episode, like, oh, this is going to be so good, guys. You're going to think it's so funny. But this one, we are reading journal entries we're playing videos from our childhood it's gonna be a whole shebang and we're really excited to show you and expose ourselves because we're gonna be talking about our past hobbies and obsessions um as children and we were um really interesting as kids um (laughs) so yeah it's gonna be a great episode but first we have to start off with our weekly anecdotes okay so this is mary starting um Catherine was originally going to do this, but she has a new weekly anecdote, so I'm going to talk about her costume, too, but <laughs> thanks, Mary. We're recording this pretty much right after Halloween, um, well, not immediately after, and this year, our costumes were pretty, they were pretty amazing. They were pretty good. Um, I came up with mine about two minutes before trick-or-treaters got there, and Catherine came up with hers about two months before Halloween, so, <laughs> uh, usually how it goes, but... Catherine's costume, guys, she was Mia Thermopolis from The Princess Diaries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like, the scene on the movie poster with the headphones. It was literally so iconic. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I, I really loved it. Like, I felt no, so it was cool. Great. I felt like that girl. <laughs> and I was Merry Christmas. And what I mean by that is, um, my name is Mary, and I put Christ- Christmas decorations on myself. Amazing. I was Merry Christmas. It That's was so stunning. fun. Alright, so now I'm going to jump into my weekly anecdote. So, um, Mary and I were walking, and <laughs> we were walking past this middle school, and there were these boys who are obviously, they, they're, like, middle school age, right? And they're, like, walking around the campus, we're like, okay, sure, and we're, we overhear this conversation, and one of the guys is talking about, like, oh, they're talking about, like, these rebellious things, and he's like, yeah, I haven't really done many drugs, but, uh, I smoked a cigarette once, and the other guys was like, a cigarette? Wow, what was it like? And I <laughs> I had water in my mouth, and I literally could not, like, I was trying so hard not to laugh, because they would be able to see that we were laughing from, like, the distance between us. So I literally spit out my water in the middle of the sidewalk, and there was just a puddle of water there, and they walked across it. I, don't, I wonder what they were thinking. Like, I wonder if they saw me spit out my water, but it was hilarious and I literally I I don't know it was just like such a middle school boy thing to say that I couldn't I couldn't not laugh (laughs) so yeah that was that was a really fun time so now we're gonna get into our obsessions so we're basically gonna be I know I said this at the beginning but we're gonna be talking about um things we were really into as kids and our first one is kind of like a joint one because we both were really obsessed with American Girl dolls. Um, if you don't know what American Girl dolls are, they are um, a doll line. Um, <laughs> I guess you could say a high-end doll line mm-hmm. um, of these American Girl dolls. And the original American Girl dolls were all like historical. So 
there would be like a doll from like the 1940s whose dad was like a soldier in World War II and then they had books to go along with them. So if you don't know a lot about them, you can look them up. I know they've really changed their brand around in the past couple of years. After Mattel um, bought them. Yeah, yeah, well Mattel had bought them at that point, but um, now Mattel is like making them... I don't know, different, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, we were really into these dolls. We each ended up having six American Girl dolls um, and a Bitty Baby, which is like part of the, it's like another line of like baby dolls from the same brand. Um, and they had all these accessories. We ended up getting an, like a six foot doll house for them. <laughs> we were like really obsessed. And guys, we literally, it's not like we're, we were like rich or anything. We had like all this money and we were just buying all these American Girl dolls. No, this was over the course of like 11 years that we were like obsessed well, from ages 5 to 11 yeah but we liked them from like age one though like we got mm -hmm. the american girl magazines we got our bitty babies when we were eight like when we were one like so it was like a long-standing obsession of ours it was so yeah. literally every christmas every birthday all we asked for was american girl doll stuff and um like money to go shopping on american girls website and it was just a really great time we had so many fun memories with our american girl dolls um doing like we went to like the new york city flagship store and like <laughs> all these like random things um that really made our childhood we lived american girl we yeah. were american girls i remember religion. like every friday for like two years we would like change all six of our american girl dolls outfits and we would like go through and like rearrange the dollhouse and we <laughs> spent like days like literal full days playing inside with our american girl dolls like one day i made like a cardboard basketball court and like we, we just did a lot of like fun weird like crafty stuff um and it was a lot of fun um so now we're gonna get into some more like specific memories um and a lot of these are actually captured on our um ipad mini from yes. 2011 um <laughs> that we recently discovered still works and yeah. um, so now we have that um so we're gonna kind of explain what's happening in the video and then we're gonna play the audio so you guys can really um catch a glimpse of the past all right so this specific video is kind of related to um a memory that will always replay in my head so we went to the movie premiere of grace stirs up success starring olivia rodrigo so we were og fans of olivia we um but anywho so we went to the movie premiere we bought american girl dolls we were so excited um and we came home and we filmed this video um so at the end of the movie grace who was like the girl of the year um you can look that up if you don't know what it is. Um, she had her own movie, and at the end of the movie, she went on MasterChef Junior, which is like a kid's baking show, and she ended up winning MasterChef Junior, um, and we wanted to recreate this scene, so we did. We're so... <laughs> we're gonna, no, we're gonna play you the audio of the video obviously you can't see it but. yeah but in this video we're basically like we have our, our dolls set up in this little like area um and we're like talking and moving the camera to show you like different things that are happening um but i think the audio is really it really captures um the vibe the essence Karen Carlton and Catherine, and I'm going to do a video with the help of my sister talking her dolls. Um, will um, I will do a Master Chef Junior show for Grace, like at the end of the movie. So here we go. Action! I can't believe I'm on the Master Chef Junior show. 
Now, entering, entering the the Master Chef Junior is Grace Thomas. Will she win? The, going for the gold. Will she win? Yes, she will. Woo! Okay, maybe I shouldn't have done it. Grace, tell us about what you're going to use your money for. I'm buying an industrial oven for my grandparents' bakery so it can still be opened and I can still cook in it when I'm older. That sounds wonderful, Grace. Good luck. So, as you can hear from that, um really really interesting video um <laughs> basically we were reenacting this scene from the end of the movie and it oh my gosh and this wasn't <laughs> the only time we had done this. no this was like one of many videos um, and we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more about some other media we used yeah. to do with our, <laughs> our american girl dolls um but yeah so that was the first video also, so our next video is just going to give you a little glimpse of the extent to which we were invested in American Girl and how excited we got. This specific video features an uh, nine, ten-year-old Catherine uh, who was very excited over what she was gifted by Santa on Christmas. So uh, without further ado, here's Catherine. Oh, sorry, guys. Volume was not. <laughs> okay. I got Mary Ellen's hair styling set and the Lily Busher gingerbread oh, house. Look, I got it too. Oh, and look, I got the pet hamster. That was embarrassing. Wow. <laughs> That's all I have to say is wow. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I was um, really excited that Christmas. I had gotten all these American Girl doll things. I got the styling kit, which had these, like, fake curlers and had, like, a fake flattened iron and flattening iron and all this and stuff. And you can actually use them in your doll's hair to, like, curl it. Yeah. Which we did many times. Yeah, we had a lot of fun with that. Um, but I was so excited. And, I, I yeah, you could probably tell from that video. So, this next hobby is really specifically from me, Catherine. Um, so, I know Mary and I together made a lot of American Girl doll videos. <laughs> um, however, I took it to the next level because I was really into something called AGTube. Um, <laughs> well, so, I was too. Yeah, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I, d I was weird about it. So. We, wa we both watched it, but Catherine produced it. Yeah, I, okay, so, um, AGTube is basically a, a community of YouTubers who make videos of, with American Girl dolls, and specifically, they're either stop-motion videos, or they're, like, related to American Girl doll, like, American Girl doll hauls, like, vid visiting American Girl doll stores, stuff like that. I remember AG Overseas Fan. Oh, yes, AGOSF, Nixie oh my gosh. Pixie 7. Basil Mentos. Yes. I was, I was so impressed. I wanted to be just like them. So what did I do? Um, when I was <laughs> 12 years old, which is not a weird age to be playing with dolls. I hate when people are like, oh, wow, you're so old. You shouldn't be playing with your dolls. That's so weird. No, it's not weird. But like, like people like what they like. But for me, as a 12-year-old, I like spent an inordinate amount of time just doing this just it 
I asked for a Canon camera for my 12th birthday, um, and I was in, um, Florida for my birthday, and I received it on, um, that morning, and I proceeded to spend the entire day on the porch taking pictures of my American Girl dolls, and I not only took pictures, but I actually made several stop-motion videos of my American Girl dolls, um, yeah, <laughs> So, I I can't really play those because they're, like, you won't see the actual, like, recording. We um, did make a stop-motion music video once. Yeah, to, to Grace Vander Vanderwall. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the song it title. It was Dancing, to, uh, Dancing in the Moonlight, Oh, yeah, I, I was think. obsessed with that song. Oh, my goodness. Um, but I remember I would get these, like, creative visions. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need to make a music video. And then when we were um, on vacation, I actually made a video of my American Girl doll, like, waking up for the morning. And I put on the screen, I was like, happy summer. And I, like, sent it to my friend. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I made this. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be, like, a film film major one day. I'm going to, gonna like, you're, you're going to see me you in see lights. my name in shining lights. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was really, really invested in that. Um, and that, that lasted, like, a good two years. Like, I really loved taking pictures and doing stop motions of my American Girl dolls. I didn't post any of them on YouTube. Because you should have. I was scared. I was very really scared to post it, um, but I, I do have this very specific memory of sitting in my Spanish class in middle school, and I was showing, like, this random girl a picture on my phone, I don't know what I was doing, and I, like, purposely swiped too far, and I was like, oh, sorry, that's a picture of my American Girl doll, she was like, oh, did you take that? I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's nothing, I just, I take pictures of my dolls, I'm a <laughs> photographer, uh <laughs> And I used to have these, like, daydreams of me, like, being in high school and, like, setting up my American Girl doll and taking pictures of her. And then some, some cute boy walking past and being like, hey, I didn't know you were a photographer. Oh, I'm my like, gosh. Yeah. No, I remember <laughs> when we were in Florida, um, we stayed at, uh, ooh, I don't know, we rented, like, a condo. Yeah. And it overlooked a pool. And... I remember Catherine sitting outside above the pool, taking pictures of her dolls on the balcony, and there were people in the pool who were looking they at were her. They were staring at they me, were, and I was like, oh, they think I'm so cool. No, they didn't, girl. They were like, what is this child no, doing? No, they did not. <laughs> so next, we're going to get into some more, like, recent obsessions. These are still past obsessions um, that are still a little uh, questionable, um, but we're also going to talk about... Um, one of Mary's more current obsessions. So yeah, we're gonna jump in. So this next obsession comes from me, Catherine. Um, I literally, okay. <laughs> so I was really, really boy crazy in middle school, but I was also terrified of boys. Um, so I wrote in a journal every single day, and my obsession was like journaling. Like I journaled every day. Um, I like, literally took notes in my mind of, like, things that happened, any boys who I thought liked me, and I wrote them all down in my journal. I literally loved this, and I would go back, and I would look and see, oh, what happened last week? Like, maybe this can connect to this. Like, I was being a whole detective. <laughs> I was weird, guys, but, no, okay, so I was writing, I want you to know, I was writing all of this, all of this, and I had never spoken to any of these boys, and I was also afraid of them all, and I did not know how to talk to boys. Um, yeah. I mean, nothing has really changed, but... <laughs> but it was an, an 
screen version. So I'm just going to read you this diary entry that I wrote. Um, I think I was in seventh grade, so I was like 13. Um, no, you were 12. You were 12. Oh, yeah, I was 12. Okay. Um, all right. So, the new British kid likes me. Yeah, I have proof. <laughs> so basically, in gym class, this British dude starts getting excited on how high he got his leg up when we did those stupid tin mans across the stupid gym. Okay, what is a tin man? That's what It's I- like, okay, so you kick your leg really high. It's like a stretch. I don't oh, even know. Um, like a grand bottom I don't know. Bottom I don't know. I forgot. Um... But I just remember we had to kick. Um, and I said, I look his way, duh. And he spots me in the span of five seconds. He runs over and says, and I quote, did you see that? My leg went super high. Well, I don't know what he said, but it was something like that. And then he said, fist bump, he is obsessed with them. But this was really enthusiastic. (laughs) By the way, I didn't even see him really, but it was so awkward. And I gave him one confused one back. Then, the next day, his friend told me in the hallway on the way to gym that the British dude had something to tell me. By the way, he called me Mary, and I corrected him, but he continued. (laughs) So I started walking faster as the British guy said, he's being really mean to me. (laughs) And I ran away with his friend still trying to get my attention. That was yesterday. Also, on that day, this random dude on the stairs was super creeped out by the fact that my sister walked by earlier and thought that we were the same person. But why did he notice? (laughs) I want to know, I wrote, why did he notice in all caps? Then... Today, I had a Spanish presentation, and it was so awkward because we had to call in people's name, or, whoa, we had to call in people to pick our next, whoever was next to present. Um, I felt so awkward because I kept forgetting people's names, except for this one guy's, who was super annoying, and some others, (laughs) so I had to sit there awkwardly until I remembered someone's name. There were, like, seven people, all boys, so I kept looking like I I was obsessed with the guy who I remembered his name. Ugh! So yeah, that wow. was uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm really, I'm really sorry, guys. I really wish I was like, I and I want, I, I don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know what I, you want anymore. I, I don't even know because I. Why did I react like that? I, I was just, I was crazy. <laughs> as, we all? as as many middle school girls are, but I was. I was crazy. So, yeah. There there are ones even worse than that that I just can't... I can't fathom to unearth to the globe. Um, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one day, maybe. Um, but, yeah. So, that is one of my obsessions. Um, my past obsessions. I don't do that anymore. Um, <laughs> luckily. Clear, just to be clear, anymore. I do not do that anymore. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Mary, do you want to share your recent obsession? Of course. So, this is going to be short and sweet. Um, but, uh, have y'all seen the movie I Feel Pretty? Because if you haven't, run, don't walk, and watch it immediately. It's a great movie. Um, it has Amy Schumer, I have to say, uh, hands down, best movie ever made. (laughs) And I think it is extremely underrated, because I looked it up online, and it's not even that well known. Um, and I remember seeing commercials for it when it, like, when it was first coming out. Yeah, I do too. Um, and I watched it recently, like, a year ago, maybe, because someone had bought the movie for my mom, and she had just never watched it. But, guys, this movie is actually life-changing. It is such an amazing display of how confidence, um, is really all about self-perception, and how, like, 
you, how you look really has nothing to do with, like, who you are as a person. It's just, like, such a beautiful movie. It really is. I remember the first time we watched it, we watched it in the car, um, on the way home from somewhere, and then we watched it when we got home again with our mom. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> so to give you guys like a little bit of a synopsis, um, so you can understand what I'm saying. So the movie is basically about this lady named Renee, who is super awesome, and I think she's really funny. Um, but basically, she goes to Soul Cycle and falls off her bicycle and gets a really bad concussion, essentially. Um, and when she wakes up, she thinks that she is beautiful like, subjectively attractive, and so she starts living her life like she's beautiful, because that's been her wish, and she gets basically her dream job, um, she's doing really well in life, she gets a boyfriend, and then, um, she starts to kind of lose herself a little bit in it, and it's just this amazing movie, and it has a great ending, I'm trying not to spoil it, but, um, you need to watch it. It is just it is life-changing, really and it, it really goes against everything that pop culture stands for, it, or stood for, I would, I'll say, in, like, the 2000s, and it's just such a beautiful rebellion, a beautiful, symbolic display of... Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's just amazing, okay? I, I want to expose Mary. She watches this on literally every single car ride. Like, the other weekend we went to the beach, she watched it on the way there, and she watched it on the way back. There's only two days separating those car rides, guys. That's she how much I love this, this movie. movie. And I love it too, but not that much. I'm not going to watch it five times in a month. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, it really is good. You should watch it. So that's my two cents. Watch I Feel Pretty now. All right, guys. So this would normally be the time that we jump into our He's a 10 Butt segment. But this... <laughs> See what I did there? But um, this week... <laughs> We're not going to be doing a he's a 10 butt segment because we have um, a really interesting lessons learned that might take some time, but it's it's so good that we have to move on to lessons learned. Sorry, guys. I kind of stalled out on that one. Um, <laughs> we will be back next week for a better whisper. So this week on Lessons Learned, this is Catherine, by the way, um, you probably know this if you listen to our podcast, but I actually write songs, um, never release them, probably will never release them because, um, no, but, <laughs> but yeah, um, I, <laughs> when I was 13, I really, I had a lot of, like, breakup-esque emotions rolling through me, um, and I, um, really want to advise you all that if you ever feel like you're having a friendship breakup, you're having a relationship breakup, a breakup with your old self, always write a poem, a song, an essay, just write something about it because it's always going to be good. And I am just going <laughs> to read you some lines I wrote about random guys that I was either friends with or had a crush on um, when I was 13. The first one is, if I could move you like the waves of the sea, at least I would know the farther you'd go, you'd still come back to me. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) I was 13. 13. Here's another good one. You text me on a Monday, say, hey, how have you been? Ain't it ironic you reached out today when you're with her instead? (laughs) 
my god. No. No. The next one is pre-cut wounds upon my skin. You're not the same anymore. Your heart's been lying to me, trying to make me think that you're the one I adore. I'm sorry, what kind of trauma caused- I don't know. (laughs) From the same little paragraph, I'll pray to God to fix you, because we both know I can't. Um. (laughs) Here's another one. Why do I save you a seat in my heart when you've only made me cry so far? You'll mold me like a piece of clay and throw me away. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so here's the final one. I don't know what I was talking about, but this is when when I was like a freshman in high school, so I was a little bit older. But I wrote ballpoint pens and teardrops upon my doorstep. All the lights were on in my little town. Long days end and sirens stain my porch steps. It sounds just like a song from the apartments. I don't know what was wrong with me, but as you can see... The writing is pretty good, in my opinion. I think it's it's something. It's cringy. It might not it's make weird, sense, but, but it's good. Okay, it is. You should write when you're sad because writing it's when good you're sad is really good. Because you look back on it and you're like, "What was I thinking?" Right. But it's always going to be good. I so it really is always good. <laughs> so yeah, write. Get out that pen, quill, mouse, um, and just type away. Um, yeah. So that's that's the end of this this beautiful episode. Um, if you want to hear more, we we'll probably we might actually post some pictures of my old American Girl dolls um, on our Instagram, which is at winning underscore while twinning at well winning, winning underscore while underscore twinning. twinning. There we go. Um, and we also post like reels from our episode and post like our episode topics and stuff on our Instagram. So definitely follow that. Um, and thank you so much for listening to Winning While Twinning. We really appreciate our listeners um our listeners all right bye bye you've been listening to winning while twinning if you want to hear more from us you can find us on apple podcast and spotify you can also follow us on instagram at winning underscore while underscore twinning so original see See you later. later